what's going on. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Krimitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. Dudko has a challenge. For the past two years, she's done an awesome job creating a fitness business called Round Two Fitness that has established her as an expert in her field. She's super active on Facebook and has built an audience who loves her. But something new has emerged for her and it's got her creative attention. And it has nothing to do with fitness. In early 2017, Anna went through a breakup. And when she went back onto the dating scene, she found herself saying no to a lot of dates. Upon diving into why she was actually saying no, she realized she had no idea what she really enjoyed doing. So she decided to take herself on 30 dates in 30 days. She started a blog about her experience and the idea has totally lit a fire inside of her and has caught the curiosity of a ton of people along the way. So during this live coaching session, Anna's asking for help clarifying how she should show up with this new brand in a way that doesn't impede on her fitness business but still optimizes the audience that she's built from it. We talk about two brands coexisting and the huge benefit of not shutting one down to work 100% on the other. We also get into the next steps Anna can take to see if her new business idea has legs, which it totally does, and start building her audience for that. And lastly, we talk about practical ways for her to keep attention on her fitness business in a way that maximizes its output and minimizes her creative input. So if you have ever experienced having a new idea and an awesome thing that totally lights you up that doesn't necessarily fit into the current brand that you have that pays the bills and is established for you, then this is the episode to listen to. Enjoy this time with Anna. Anna, what's going on? Hi, Katie. I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you're here too. So for you listening, you may recognize Anna's voice because we did a boxing session together. As of the time of this recording, we did it, I think it was about a month ago. And so you probably saw me sweaty in a Facebook Live because Anna was giving me a boxing lesson and I've since actually taken her up on some boxing lessons. And I invited her to be here on a live coaching call because she is experiencing something that I feel like many businesswomen are experiencing. And so I thought it would be a great way to strategize with Anna and give you a little bit of insight into some answers that might be out there lingering for you. So Anna, we're going to dive into the crux of what it is you really want to be working on. But can you give people a background as to kind of what the landscape of business is like for you right now? Sure. Uh, about two or three years ago, I started a company called Round Two Fitness. It is solely a personal training, one-on-one mostly personal training company, uh, and I've expanded a little bit online. And I've done very well at establishing my brand, establishing my personal brand, being known as a fitness guru, as someone who lives, breathes, and lives the lifestyle of fitness. However, there's a whole other side of me and through a couple different things that have happened in my life and some self-exploration and also the never-ending entrepreneur mind of ideas every single second, (laughs) I have a new venture that I want to go down and a new idea that I really want to explore that has just kind of refueled my passion and fire that has kind of, if I'm really honest, 
somewhat dwindled out of my current company. I've kind of just kind of hit a standstill in terms of which way to go. And I know that it can grow, but I just don't feel like I want to put time and energy into that side of my company anymore. And I'm really trying to figure out how to take that company and then the brand that I've built online and how to take also my story and a vulnerable side of myself and the current project that I'm in right now and turn it into a scalable business with a core product. So I'll be switching almost into like more of a a retail self-branding concept as opposed to an actual service. And what are my next steps to go? And look, I feel like I've done a lot of writing about it and trying to figure it out, but there's nothing in a form of, all right, this is what we need to do next. I feel like I can't even write a business plan because there's a lot of different things to explore first as ter- in terms of like, how do I really paint this in order to write the business plan? Right, right. Okay, gotcha. So you've got this established fitness business and just to give everyone a little bit of a shed of a light. So you really have incorporated your personal brand into round two fitness because, you know, Anna has these beautiful Facebook live videos all the time. She's really active on social media. And so people are seeing her, watching her, getting involved in her, you know, different challenges that she has and thus then either hiring her one-on-one or or hiring her to do like online, any online training and all that sort of stuff. Tell us about the story behind this new thing. I want to know, we'll get into what it is, but I want you to just tell the story behind it to lead up to it. A full story or just kind of like a recap as just, far as like just... Yeah, just kind of the abbreviated version so that people understand the why of, of like the fire of why you have this. Sure. Uh, well, there's a different, couple of different reasons, but really how it started was I found myself in a situation where a lot of us find ourselves in, whether married or single, but I was just getting out of a relationship and I kind of was stuck and I didn't really know what to do with myself in terms of how to get out there and date and have fun. So I started dating and I started saying no to dates and I was like, why am I saying no to dates? Like this, this is what I want. I want to be in a new relationship. I kind of took a step back and I looked inward and I was like, oh my gosh, it's because it's boring, first of all. And like, I'm going out there and I'm doing things that I don't even like to do, like go out to eat. And I keep saying no. So I decided like in that moment in my bedroom, I was like, I'm going to figure out what it is exactly I like to do for fun when no one's watching, when no one else is around and no one else is influencing me. And I'm just like stripped down to the core me. And I was like, I'm going to do 30 dates in 30 days. And whether that looks like a little bit of self care in there, like every single day, I'm going to take the time and say, what would you like to do right now? Or where would you like to go right now? Or what would you like to eat right now? And I, uh, long story short, cause there's a couple of things in between. I started blogging about it and I said, I really think that people might find this interesting or could relate to this because it's a very relatable topic, but a lot of people don't really do anything about it. They may say, well, I want to know what I would like to do for fun. And they sign up for one ballet class or something, and then it just fizzles out. And so I kind of put some structure behind it and I decided to do 30 dates with myself. I'm on date 21 and it's just exploded into a I want to say like a fun way of self-development as in like throw away your self-help book and like go date yourself type of mentality and concept for myself of every time I'd take myself on a date, I'd sit down and write. And then all these things that I didn't even know really existed within myself have kind of come out. And it's really just brought me back to life, not just in terms of what I like to do for fun, but how I want to show up in the world and how, what kind of mother I want to be and what I want to share. And I feel like I've kind of tapped into 
my calling. And that was like a big, what I thought like fitness was my calling. And so that's kind of the story behind it. So the first thing that I thought of when you had explained what this was, I was like, oh my God, that is such good packaging, (laughs) (laughs) which is interesting because if you've listened to these live coaching calls at all, that's generally a giant area that a lot of businesswomen have some challenges with, which is like, they're so gifted to help, but they haven't quite packaged it in a way that really is sexy and doesn't really, you know, like it doesn't quite resonate with somebody who can then say, yes, I want it. You've got that. Like this 30 dates in 30 days or 30 dates with myself, whatever that is. And that's sort of a thing that you need some clarity on. It's really good packaging because it's like, well, here's this sort of thing, right? Right. You know, like a goal oriented structured, you know, journal that you can actually have in your hand to turn out of my experience. And that's kind of the goal of a lot of us is how do I take my experience and package it? And that's, kind of the direction I want to go. No, it is the direction. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I mean, what spins my head and I feel like what every woman listening right now is probably thinking of like coming up with 80,000 ideas on what you can do with it. So that, that gets really exciting, but that's not really where our energy is going today or the energy is like, well, what do we do with this current business that you have and how do we make that transition? So I guess what I need to know first, because I definitely have some ideas about this. What I need to know first is, As of this moment, the 30 days, 30 dates whole concept does not make any revenue for you. Is that right? That is correct. I mean, I have the blog, but that does not create revenue. Got it. Okay. So my number one question in in having the conversation of like, I've got this new thing I really am feeling passionate about is okay, let's look at kind of the realities of life. You know, you've got a thing that works for you and that it's making money for you and it, you know, it pays for your life and for the life of your daughter. And so like the question first, before we get into like immediate moving everything over is like, okay, what are the real needs that you have financially? And to step back into actually kind of have an adult look at that, right? Because there's very real stuff like, okay, I need X amount of dollars to come in from this business. And so I would, my first recommendation is to take a real good look at, what your fitness business brings in financially and figure out how to continue that revenue source for as long as you can for when you feel like for how long you feel like you'll still need it in a way that requires the least amount of input. It doesn't mean that you're not servicing that business. It just means that all of your creative energy you really want to be putting towards this new thing. So how can you put in the energy that you can still put into Round 2 Fitness, but have it be like more regulated, if if that makes sense? And the reason that I say that is because what you're describing sounds to me like, like a side hustle. Whether you listening, whether you have you know, a business that funds your life and is stable and it's great and it's what you're good at, but now you found something new. Or this is also relevant if you have like a full-time job and you're building the side hustle, right? Like you're doing something on the side. There's a very real thing called... I need to pay my bills every single month. So let me not shoot myself in the foot with a really great revenue generator that I have right now. And let me be a little strategic about it. Okay. So what I would do is I would take a look at your round two fitness and I would look at what do I need to do to put the minimum amount of time and attention and creative energy into this and get the maximum amount of output that allows me to continue living in a way that is comfortable for me. And then accept the fact that like you, you still need to put energy there. Then while you're doing that, there is something to be said. What keeps coming to my head is that it actually works to your advantage. And 
this is sort of an entrepreneurial challenge a lot because as you mentioned, it's sort of like, ooh, this idea and ooh, this idea and ooh, I want to go there. Well, you know, there's a huge advantage to the branding and the experience and the really what you already have out there as an expert in that field, there's a huge advantage of keeping that alive because, you know, that becomes part of your story for 30 dates and 30 days, a huge part of your story. So in my opinion, it is absolutely worth continuing that business and continuing to do stuff there because it parlays itself perfectly into a personal brand for 30 dates and 30 days. Because it's all, I mean, it's, it's you telling that story like, hey, I've, you know, it's part of you being this fitness person and part of you having this background, this dating background. It's like all part of the story. So it really like, it lends itself to it. Does that make sense? It does. And even in terms of how my business became my work, and then I didn't even have fitness anymore to have fun. So I wanted to explore stuff outside of fitness and what that looked like. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think that there's sort of a, I think that there's sort of like an acceptance, like, okay, I'm accepting the fact that I'm not going to go 100% chase this new thing right now. I'm going to take the best out of both worlds right now. So there's a lot of cool strategizing and work that can be done for the 30 dates and 30 days, like a lot of really, really awesome stuff. But simultaneously, it benefits you to keep round two fitness going and to keep it going in a way that fulfills you and allows you to let it do what it needs to do in your life right now. Does that make right. sense? And yes. And I think that, it, that you made a good point of uh, really, truly listing exactly almost with boundaries, what I will do and put into that business. And that's kind of, I have really scaled back with that in mind, but yes, I mean, it wasn't ever a part of me. I'm like, I need to shut it down, but I need to figure out the best way that it runs smoothly to keep all of my energy into something else. So yeah. I think that that brings up a, bit, a good point, Yeah, you know, and and that's stuff I can, I feel that's manageable on my own almost, you know, I just have to sit down and, and do that type of inner looking as far as what that looks like and how I can bring in the revenue. Yeah. And, you know, I'll send this to you and I've talked about this tool on other shows before, but it's a tool that I call the decision-making matrix. And it's something that you can use. It's a spreadsheet that you can use to get out specifically for your fitness business. I mean, you can use it separately for the 30 dates and 30 days business. It would be really great there. But for the fitness business, it's a way where you can itemize out on a spreadsheet. Like what packages do I have basically? And you rate them according to how easy is it to get out there? Meaning like, do I need to build a whole back office for it? Or can I just like make an announcement and then people can opt in? Or what is the potential for revenue? Meaning, is it sort of like a $27 thing or is it like a high, kind of a higher end product? And so you can, basically you give a rating to all of the packages that you have across a couple different categories. And then you get to see in a really objective ways, which ones rise to the top, like which ones have the highest, the highest number. And one of those, by the way, is like what I really love doing this. So for round two fitness, what would be ideal is the two or three things or maybe even one or two things that provide the most amount of revenue that you really enjoy the most um, that, that don't require a whole heck of a lot of new creative energy juices, but you can continue to like feed them and service and provide value that way in a way that sort of optimizes on all levels. Does that make sense? Yes. Awesome. And I will make sure to go ahead and post a link to that decision-making matrix in the show notes for this episode. So I would think a very first thing would be to do that, like figure out how to really optimize and streamline round two fitness. 
and then get really hot and heavy into the strategizing for the 30 dates and 30 days. Because I think the answer for how to bridge those two will only come when you've thought out a little bit further about what the 30 dates and 30 days really are. I think it is another brand, but you are the personal brand behind both of them. And so there are really strategic things that you could do to show up as as Anna, and you're talking today, you're talking about this particular fitness thing or Anna. And today I'm talking about this thing that's coming up in the 30 days for 30 dates program. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's exactly where I'm at as far as when I'm putting myself, cause it, it I am going to be marketing obviously into the online market. So when I'm putting myself out there, I feel a little torn as I know that this is the 30 dates is going to take a while to kind of come to fruition, but not necessarily forever. So it's like, I want to trickle those pieces in and I want to start really building that momentum and that, that type of picture and and that peak of interest and seeing what's out there and testing that while still maintaining that fitness brand. And I think I can almost do that because there's a lot about me that's all over the place as it is. But the whole reason of like why I want to work with you and why I've been kind of doing it this way is I did a lot of things flying by the seat of my pants with Round 2 Fitness and it did, yes, it did work because it kept me moving and, and you know, it made me not scared about taking steps and I could pivot easily. But this time around, I feel like I really want to create structure from the beginning so that I'm not down the road two years later spinning my wheels and and getting nowhere. And I think that that's like, that's the main goal is, is setting it up correctly from the start. Yeah. But you know, with the understanding that it will, it'll constantly evolve and constantly need tweaking and, and all that sort of stuff. But I think if you can get clear on, I think if you can get clear on that 30 days to 30 dates vision and what's possible there and get some real tangible ideas of how to move forward, then I think all those other kind of gray questions right now of like, wh- what's that transition look like? I think that stuff that starts to answer itself. I truthfully, I don't think you can answer that right now. The only thing we can talk about is like the theory of what that might look like, but true to form for who you are as a woman. And I know this, but who you are committed to be as someone who shows up as a public person is super transparent. So immediately my thoughts are in the space of, you know, for personal branding, really continuing to tell your story because your story really talks about both. I mean, your story is really in both, both of those arenas. And so if you can, you know, when it comes to marketing and continuing to share the stories about 30 dates and 30 days, like a conscientiousness about where you're from and how round two fitness kind of is related to that, because then it could look like something that like round two fitness can sort of evolve itself into a brand that encapsulates both. I don't know if this is the answer, but it could like, it could be something more like, Hey, I started in like physical fitness, but here's something that I found I needed for more of a holistic fitness. And so maybe uh, the branding there is more of like a catch all, if you will, like for, you know, women's health and fitness, but maybe it's something completely different. Maybe as you really hone in on the 30 dates and 30 days, that becomes its own thing. You're the personal brand behind it. And just like the side hustle, when that thing becomes viable and you can really time out that transfer of funding, if you will, into that space where your creative juices are really flowing, you know, then you can kind of like kindly step away from round two fitness. And that can be what it, whatever it was or is, and you can take on, you know, special clients here and there or how you like, but your attention is really on the 30 dates and 30 days, which I think has so much awesome potential. 
Well, yeah. And I mean, I think it could run, you know, hand in hand because especially if I have a experience and a business that's repeatable and it doesn't necessarily require me and it's, and it's kind of running on its own in, in terms of digital products for fitness, you know, that ties into, you know, that I, I still believe you take care of yourself. I still believe in fitness. So I'm not, it's not like I want to abandon that part of myself either. So I, I agree that it could go hand in hand as far as fit minds and fit body. But, you know, the whole idea, I don't know if you wanted to explore this of what I was looking for in terms of the product, you know, the product being a journal and a journey and having that be something, like I said, that would be in hand and in, in a book. So I feel like that that's the product that I'm, I'm leaning towards and then exploring from there. I mean, immediately, that's such an awesome idea to be able to give people an actionable, easily digestible way to participate in your journey with you like that, that becomes really awesome because you know, the idea, the journey that you're on is very much one of like, Hey, I have this pain. I decided to take these actions and here's the amazing solutions that came out of it. And I'm going to turn around and give you that template basically, you know, and that, and that's a great, great business model to follow because your job then becomes finding and attracting the people who have that same pain. So, and you are your avatar. You can totally identify with it. So, so much of your mark, so much of your marketing is based around that and has that foundation. So I think that that workbook is an amazing first idea for a product. And what you probably could do immediately right now before you even have it, before you're even done with the 30 dates for yourself is you could create some sort of like a quick, easy opt-in of like a downloadable that asks them, you know, maybe has them answer some of those immediate questions that you were answering by yourself that got you to the point of wanting to take this action. So, you know, that could be something to attract the woman who is feeling that same pain that you felt. And the reason that that's important is because it gives you something immediately before you have a product that will attract the right ladies for the most part and get them on your email list so that you can start communicating with them, which is huge. And or you can immediately start a Facebook group. I would recommend probably the email list first and then kind of like an immediate second step would be to start a Facebook group. So your job becomes then marketing and finding more and more of those women. And then because you're still in this journey, because you're still on it, like you could be kind of sharing in the moment about what that means. And then basically what you're doing is you're building an audience. You're continuing to build more and more relationships with people and secure more and more relationships with people who are very interested in what you're doing so that when you actually do come out with that product, you already have people who are ready and hungry for it. So you don't really have to wait to actually have a product in order to do something. What you could do now is you have enough people interested in it, where I would say that your number one goal for this whole thing that you're exploring and you're doing and you see potential for is build an audience, like create something that would be valuable for them that would, that would ensure that you are attracting that woman and the woman who's ready to go on that journey and then give her something. Maybe it's like that initial questionnaire. Maybe that's like something that looks like a, are you ready to date yourself? Like, is, are you tired of this? Like, and here's this downloadable that has like seven immediate questions that would get you all fired up to date yourself. And and it helps them clarify like, wait, am I, have I been, you know, am I dating the wrong person over and over again? Am I tired? You know, am I tired of not having Mr. Right? Like it's those types of questions. I'm tired of not having real, the real, amazing life shattering earth shattering love that I know I deserve. Like, do I even know what I want on dates? So, so it's like 
we can get really easily into like the marketing copy for that. But the idea is, is that you attract that woman who who's there, who's like freaking tired of the dating scene. And this, your package of 30 dates and 30 days or 30 dates, you know, as a thing altogether, because I know you haven't done yours in exact 30 days, but the package is perfect for that. That becomes a solution. And so you could just say, hey, here's this questionnaire that will help you see kind of what you need. And then she's now in your sphere of influence. And so you can talk to her on a regular basis. You can send out an email. You know, when you're making your blog post every time you do, like she gets that email, she gets that blog post. And so you're getting people enraptured in your story and in your journey. And just by nature of who you are, I think that's going to resonate so well because you're in the moment of it, you're experiencing it, and then you're turning around and sharing it right away. And that level of authenticity is so ridiculously attractive. Yes, I agree. And I think, and my question around that would be, and that's great advice, especially, you know, cause the email listen, I've been trying to think about because I've actually had people reach out to me saying, you inspired me to take myself on a date or like, you know, do you have any ideas or, you know, like, I feel like it's coming and I have nothing to give as far as that, except for to start building the list. My question is, is when I put stuff out there like that, do I run it under the round two umbrella I can run it under my personal brand too, but then it starts to get confusing. Or do I just like kind of start the new Facebook, you know, home business page under that without the branding, which I'm okay with because I believe in just kind of taking the steps and kind of brand it on its own just to kind of see where that goes. Yeah, I think you absolutely brand it on its own because the woman who has that pain point, if she opts into an email and all of a sudden she gets an email from Anna talking about like, and your autoresponder is like, great, how can I help you achieve your fitness goals? Like, she's going to be like, wait, what? That's not what I came here for. So this absolutely needs its own brand, but you can have it under, for example, this would be an opt-in to capture that email. And it would be under like anadudka.com or whatever your .com would be, or, you know, set up a quick and easy lead page that doesn't even have a pretty link quite yet. And, you know, just give people the download. So, and by the way, we've talked about this before offline, so I'll just say it here. Another really great downloadable would be a brain dump of like date ideas. Like want to take yourself out on a date? Like here's 30 ideas of where, what to do for dates. And then in that thing, you're talking about like what you're doing and what your journey is all about. Or you're giving that away every time you're showing up on a Facebook Live or showing up in a marketing space and talking about what you're doing. Then you give that away. And hey, I've, I've put together a whole list of cool, creative ideas on what you could do for your own you know, date nights with yourself. So that becomes a real easy, tangible thing that's like, yeah, I would do that. And that'd be really cool because any one of us who's like, you know, finds ourselves really wanting alone time and time to spend with ourselves, you know, that's like, oh, that's a really cool, like quick thing I could go refer to, you know? Right. And I do that out of, I mean, I, and I'm just going to kind of like be totally honest. Do I just come out on my personal Facebook page and say just exactly what you said, you know, here's what I'm doing, Facebook live, blah, blah, blah. Here's the call to action. A lot of people are going to be like, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, where did that come from? And I mean, I've been, I've been posting about it for sure, but it does kind of seem like somewhat out of left field. And that's why I say I've been trying to trickle it in a little bit, but I I mean, I think my, my first couple actions and you kind of hit it right on the point is just kind of just get the Facebook group set up, get the link set up and then start concentrating on some freebies to at least generate some movement and some interest. And I think from there, even getting like 10 women to test, and that's kind of like where I was going was I think I want to do somewhat of like a, of a testing of here's what I'm doing. It's not all done. I want you to do one date. Give me feedback. Answer these questions. I want to turn it in a workbook and let me see your answers and let me see how that pans out for you and kind of test that. 
Yeah. So all of that is really awesome. Uh, Let me make sure to address this very technical issue of like, I'm kind of doing a new thing. Where should I put that? So the idea is, is to find the sweet spot of where you can capture those who already follow you and know, love and trust you. You can capture them, but you don't over like piss people off who have no interest in what you're doing in the same sense. But in the same sense, you're also super honest with who you like. You're just showing up in this new space and how you want to show up. So what that means is what I think is that you have a really strong following on Facebook on your personal Facebook profile. Is that right? Yes. And that's usually where you show up for all of your fitness stuff, right? Yes. Okay. So what I would do is I would test by starting to incorporate some of the 30 dates and 30 days type stuff. Like start testing that, like start putting it out there. Maybe not nearly as much as the fitness stuff, but start putting it out there. It would be very worthwhile to start a Facebook page for that brand because that's then where you can start. That can be the house for a lot of the content that you're putting out. And most importantly, because you can run ads there. So kind of a two-phased approach would be first, you really want to show up where you already have an audience and bring over the people from fitness who now really still feel compelled to follow you in this new brand and in this new interest. And what you want to do is start doing some Facebook ads that will allow you to attract more women who are outside of your sphere who have no idea who you are. So now you can start getting into some really cool Facebook ad strategy. And that's where those free downloadables would come into because now you can start like targeting, you know, women of certain ages, certain types, certain interests. And now you can start playing around with, okay, well, I have this free thing and let me practice with Facebook ads. And now I'm building this brand of people outside of my own sphere already. Okay. And that sounds so manageable without being overwhelming, like without thinking too far down the line. Perfect. Okay, cool. So you and I are going to be at the retreat this weekend at the, as I of know, the time I of know. this recording. This so, is a great, great jump start because it's like, you know, it's kind of like that just, it only takes like that 30 minutes, which I recommend everybody do with Katie <laughs> uh, to just kind of, you know, kind of get that, that clarity to jumpstart because there's obviously so many more problems ahead. Well, I don't want to call them problems, but. Well, just um, like how to season. figure, yeah, yeah, like how to figure all this stuff out, especially in a new endeavor. So we are definitely going to get into a lot deeper and heavier strategy for you this weekend during the retreat. But as far as getting that initial clarity and like, what do I do now? And some of those answers, those questions answered, do you feel a lot more clear about sort of where like that dance between what you already have this established round two fitness business and what you sort of have getting created with the 30 dates and 30 days? I think it's confirmed completely that I should still keep that fitness vibe out there. It does attract a lot of my audience that could still be interested in both realms and both ventures. And it's already a loyal following and also what I love to do. So I want to tap back into that and especially the stuff that doesn't require, like you said, a lot of energy and creative energy. And and I can definitely do that. And I've certainly already taken the steps to set that up that way. So I love that. And then just, yeah, the simple actionable steps of, I think by this weekend, I can definitely have that Facebook page set up, start like trickling in a couple of people that I know have already said that they're interested and then just start, you know, going. I, I, I love just like being able to kind of take the steps and then you start to see it mold on its own. I just have to kind of get going and then kind of take shape of shape itself. Yeah. Yours is going to be a big content strategy 
because you're already writing these blog posts. You could do a whole lot of stuff to really get creative around like how am I sharing content to continue feeding the people who are interested and keep attracting people who have yet to find me. So there's a lot of cool stuff that you could do there that we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this weekend. So good. But for right now, you feel really clear on how those two brands need to be living with each other and be coexisting with each other, all comfortable. And at the very least, getting some clarity on like maybe some baby steps to take forward in the next phase of this new thing for you. Yes. And I think the biggest takeaway is that you reminded me probably without even realizing it in broad terms of, I just have to show up who I am is really what it comes down to. And I think I put all this pressure on like, well, how do I paint this? And what's that look like? And who do I need to be to do that? And when in reality, you know, I built round two over the past two years just by being myself. And it's the same person that needs to show up and maybe talking about something different, but I don't need to put so much pressure on that if I'm really self-branding because I want to show up as myself anyway. So anything else would be on inauthentic anyway. So I think that that's a huge takeaway for me to remember that. Huge. And by the way, that's why it becomes so important to know your personal brand. Like, who are you? How are you showing up? And that's why, like, if you're super clear about your personal mission statement and your personal brand and like that, like you can do anything. You can make 12,000 different changes and evolutions. And it all comes down to you showing up authentically to every single one of those. So just absolutely love it. And I'm glad you got a lot of clarity around that. So yay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited. Remember that these live coaching sessions are here so that you can get deep insight into business issues, ideas, and challenges that we all face as we create strategies, solutions, and action plans that you can benefit from. It's also a super awesome way to see just how transformative it can be to allow another qualified person into your business so that you can save time, save money, and energy that you would normally take figuring it out on your own. If you are not seeing the results that you know that you are meant for in your business, then let's talk. One-on-one private coaching and strategizing could be exactly what your business needs right now to push you into the next phase of growth for your business. Just go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash work with Katie and let's schedule a time to chat. Hi, my name is Tina Conroy, the Intuitive Women Podcast, and I am so grateful to be coaching one-on-one with Katie. Katie coaches from both her heart and her brilliance of business mastery. Working with Katie has given me the confidence to not only be an owner of my business, but to value my gifts, and I continue to transform myself and others, which I love. My business has doubled, and I have had my best financial year to date. Thanks, Katie, for being such an amazing coach and mentor. My very last episode of 2017 was called A Year in Review. It was a really honest look at what had happened during that year, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the lessons, all that good stuff. The overarching theme of that entire episode was mindset. The fact that I chose to commit to a daily and regular mindset practice in 2017. And that practice, the dedication to that practice, developing the muscle to show up every single day to train my mind to create the results that I wanted to see in my business is exactly why I know that my business revenues tripled from 2016 to 2017. Those results is exactly what I want to give to you, which is why I created a totally free seven-day mindset challenge. 
This challenge is going to be the perfect jumpstart for you to start developing your own daily mindset practice. And it's yours completely free. So go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash seven day mindset challenge. The business of your dreams starts in your mind.